0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your SmackDown Women's Champion, Naomi. Naomi, I think, you know, given the match that we just saw, it's fair to say that whoever walks out of battleground victorious this Sunday, you could be facing your biggest challenge yet as a SmackDown Women's Champion come SummerSlam. Well, let me just first say, although I won't be defending the SmackDown Women's Championship Sunday, please believe I will be the first in that ring to personally congratulate whoever becomes the number one contender. So whether it's Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Tamina, or Lana, they just better be ready to go. Because when it's glow time, there ain't no... Stuff. I'm sorry, I'm allergic to bullshit. To the Full Nelson Press Podcast, Episode 72, Predicting Battlegrounds 2017. I'm the creator of the thefullnelsonpress.com. My name is Brandon Patrick. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny J O N N Y underscore Tango. I'm here with the host of the Rated M Podcast, Mr. Dan Classic himself. You can find his content at superhammerbros.com. And of course, you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFMP. Dan, are you ready to predict the battleground? Wow, you make me sound so professional in that introduction. Right. I just want I hope some of our listeners have heard at least one of your shows. I hope so too because it's a really awesome show. <laughs> it's a real honor to be sitting in the in the co-host chair of of the distinguished Mr. Pete O'Brien who was absent this week. Yes, Pete is traveling right now. He's actually stuck at an airport right now trying to get out of Detroit. He texted me all of his answers and what he predicted, but um fuck O'Brien, it's just going to be <laughs> you and me tonight. <laughs> I'm 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 taking over. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump right into the pay-per-view. First match of the night we're gonna have is Aiden English versus Ty uh, Dillinger, the mysterious, the missing Ty Dillinger. Does anyone care any more about Ty Dillinger? Uh, I think he has a fan base. It's just the uh, I think who who backstage cares about Ty Dillinger? Yeah, yeah, it's gotten to that point, and and I was afraid that this was gonna happen too when I when he first showed up when they debuted him at Royal Rumble and didn't debut him on the show. Yeah, right which out. was weird. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird, and and then like it kind of took the steam off of him, and now they they finally brought him up. They they put him in you know, on SmackDown there, and have done absolutely nothing with him. He was better off just being a, you know, a a number two baby face on on, uh, NXT. Yeah, he's great for house shows. He's great for little promotions, but, like, there's nothing they're really doing with him right now. It'd be nice to see him team up with, like, uh, Tyler Breeze and Fandango or something like that. Well, I mean, like... He, it's nothing to do with him. It's just how they're using him. Like he's he's a gr- he's a good wrestler and and he's you know obviously popular. You know when they when they debuted him, you saw the big pop he got. So it wasn't <laughs> like they were like, who the fuck is this guy? Um, but they've they've done a really good job of getting the crowd to be like, who the fuck is this guy? Right? Exactly. <laughs> that, right? right? And, and I know creative is just like, didn't we already fucking fire Damian Sandow? Who is this guy? <laughs> Well, that's what you get for getting over. Two over. Two, that's. that's Ty Dillinger's got to be worried about that. He's like, shit, if I get two over, are they just going to shit can me and make me not use the Ty Dillinger name? Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll, they'll do the Zack Ryder. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> it'll just be a the no man. will just be the, the number one jobber. <laughs> <laughs> so, who do you think is winning this? Jobber versus Jobber, Aiden oh English versus Ty Dillinger. I'm assuming that it's going to be Dillinger. I I, I feel like they're still acting as if they're going to do something with him, and this is part of that. Yeah, he he needs a storyline. Give him some kind of storyline. Give him more time on the mic, and I think he can prove creative wrong. But right now, everyone in – it feels like anybody on both the blue and red brand who is in the creative room just hates NXT, just hates what comes out of it, already has a chip on their shoulder when they're showing up. Unless it's somebody who made a bigger name than they did when they were in NXT, they just don't care. I guess. I mean, like, I, I, I don't know what they're doing. And, like, look, I've been watching the, the New Japan Pro Wrestling. I, I finally broke down and got the descript, the subscription to, sure. to New Japan World. And, you know what? I, I've, I've been spoiled recently. Like, just watching straight up wrestling. No bullshit. No backstage skits. Nobody trying to act. Nobody trying to do bad comedy. It's just really good. Hard-hitting wrestling, the way it's supposed to be. Like, the reason why everybody's on AJ Styles' dick, the reason why everybody was on, you know, Nakamura's dick, uh, is because of New Japan. I I, I completely agree. Um, I tried to watch a Ring of Honor – yeah, it was the Ring of Honor crossover pay-per-view that they had. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah Battle bad, of Worlds or whatever yeah, it was bad called. pay-per-view to start New Japan Pro-Wrestling cuz JR <laughs> and whoever else is commenting on that did not help any of the situations and I felt I felt like I just need to get away from this Were you talking about the uh the the New Japan G1 Special in Long Beach was that Did you yeah. watch that? I that was awesome Okay uh, yes so <laughs> the version I started watching I realized was 6 hours long cuz it had the whole tournament and once I realized it I was invested into the tournament but I haven't gotten to the end of it yet and I want to blame JR wholeheartedly on that cuz he's making it really hard to watch. I almost want to just mute it and just watch it that way. Really? So you would rather see JBL and and whoever the fuck Oh, I'm Michael- not JBL hearing them. They, they are guys. the worst. They are the worst, but at least they know the wrestlers' the names. They at least know Hi. the wrestlers' names. Okay, I got to give them that. When JR is like, "I think that's him." It's not is it this guy well oh, they the all fuck they all wear masks i don't know wearing masks <laughs> that's their fault that's their fault for hiring jr they wanted jr on their show expected to to learn the names of all these japanese guys uh, speaking right away of japanese guys shinsuke nakamura versus mr <laughs> lone wolf in the bank baron corbin who's winning this one does it even matter it doesn't. Like, this is another case of who gives a shit. Shitsuke wins, and Barry Corbin, it doesn't matter because he's still got the briefcase. He could lose all year. They're not afraid to beat him. They've already proved that. Yeah. So Nakamura is, is going to probably be the winner in this contest. Um, I feel like, they, in the case of, just like the case of Dillinger, they, they still are going to do something with Nakamura. They're acting like they're going to do something with Nakamura at yeah. some point. That's like, with him, I feel like they just have him on the backbender because they're like, he's over. We don't really have to do much with him he can't talk on the mic too well we'll just just give him matches give him his spots that he needs yeah, and just be done with it is he gonna do a 20 minute promo at the top <laughs> of the show? i know you know and, and they they got it down now to a science because they have some guy come out and he talks for 20 minutes and then they just have his music hit and he just comes out and goes you can't beat me <laughs> crowd goes nuts throw the little graphic up in the corner end of the whole show right there you could just have him not talk at all <laughs> well th- that's what the artist the, the formerly known as Shinsuke Nakamura does you know for like the the first like 5 years of Kane's career he barely said a word yeah but at least he had a good enough story so we'll see Shinsuke's good in the ring so i don't think i i don't really worry about it too much yeah like this is going to be you know as far as him dragging a good match out of Corbin <laughs> um, I, I mean I, I, we've seen it before in NXT anyway uh, these two have gone gone uh, at it before, I believe. So it has the opportunity to be good. Um, I hope they do something with Baron Corbin before his hair completely falls out. Just get rid of it. Just have a hair versus <laughs> hair match with Shinsuke Nakamura and just cut that shit off. Cut it needs to be hair. done. Bald it, maybe put a tattoo. You could tattoo a hair up there. I don't care. But um, I really hope this briefcase kind of kicks Corbin in the nuts and he kind of picks it up on the mic. Because he is getting better in the ring, and I'm liking the dirty clothes lines that he's doing. And he does, like, if you follow him on Twitter, he makes some really fun jabs. But I just feel like once he gets that mic... He's just, he's just dead. It's because he's saying someone else's words. When you see these guys and they're on Twitter or they're on uh, talking smack or whatever, which we're probably going to talk about in a minute. But when you see him on that, you're seeing them as themselves as their character and they come off a hundred percent better than they do in the ring. Let's move on to another match. Brizongo finds out who is trashing their office this week. Um, I've been really enjoying the fashion police. This actually has me stumped because I don't know, they've they've killed off seven tag teams this year. Who what tag team is gonna be feuding with them? It has to be a new setup of two people, and it's gotta be heels from the SmackDown Division. I don't know who it is. Are you assuming that this is gonna end up in a wrestling match? I hope so. <laughs> I'm being optimistic. <laughs> you to be WWE all the time. How could you be so foolish? I have to be optimistic to enjoy it. The 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 most likely scenario that this is either going to end up being nothing, <laughs> and and they'll just move on with their lives and they'll do more skits, or or we just won't see Brazongo on TV anymore, or for a while, and they'll just be doing jobs on on superstars or whatever stupid uh, uh you know hour long wrap up show they have. I really think this is another tag team breakup. I really do. Um, you you see, gonna, like, <laughs> these guys are gonna why not? Up and That's just been yeah. the theme. Like, WWE is totally just Game of Thrones in their whole tag team division right now because everyone's hating everybody. After all this time, they did all this work to build up the tag team division again and have real tag teams with tag team names and guys that, that dressed alike and went together as a team. And, and now they're just taking it apart Piece yeah, by piece. They're like Vince, piece. Vince. What do we do? The 205. No one's watching it. Break up all the tag teams. <laughs> Break them all up. We don't need them. Oh man, it, it's a thing. It's a, they spend they spend all this money on these guys. Yeah. You know how much money they've spent on on Tyler Breeze from the time he got signed all through development, the whole time he was at NXT, like he wasn't where he wasn't working as a volunteer. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that's the thing with him on Twitter is he's just like, if people are like, you're such a job or you suck. And he's like, still getting paid bros. Don't care. Uh, and that's what kind of sucks is when they get to the point where it's just like, Oh, I'm just making a check. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but you're shitty and nobody likes you. And what's going to happen is, you know, eventually they're going to, they're going to, you know, future endeavor the guy and what are you going to do? Then you're going to try to convince everybody that you're, you know, doing it for the love of the game. Oh no. I see Tyler Breeze as if they ever let him go, he's done. You know, he's got his paycheck. He can go invest that and do something else with it. And that's the difference between a pro wrestler and a sports entertainer. And I, and that's, and people ask me why I don't like the Miz and why I don't like certain guys. It's because, You fire the Miz tomorrow, he ain't going to New Japan. He ain't going to Global Force. Whatever the fuck, he's done. He's gonna go try to be a be an actor or whatever. Yeah, that won't work out. But that's what he's gonna do. He's not gonna be. You're not gonna see him on some indie show. And that's that's the difference. And that's why I don't like him because he's not a fucking pro wrestler. He's a guy playing at pro wrestler. Next, we have a Fatal 5-Way elimination match to determine who is taking the title from Naomi at SummerSlam. We have Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Natalia, and Lana. They are taking on Tamina Snuka because I guess she's there, too. <laughs> We've gone all this time, the women's revolution, and they, they built up all these stars, and they did all these great matches, and we had a hell in the cell, and we had ladder matches, and we had all this shit, and we're going to have a tournament coming up here, and they're right back to be in the Divas division. They might as well bust no, out the butterfly no. belt. I think they're doing a shit ton better than what the Divas division was. I mean, the match the match quality is going to be better than when we were in the sort of Divas era, but the importance of it is exactly where it was. I hope they get TV time. Like that, I don't want to see a fatal five-way match that's going to end in five minutes. But do you care? Have they built it up in a way that that, no. that you're actually compelled to want to see what happens? It's Naomi. Naomi is the Brock Lesnar of SmackDown. She only defends it every 30 days. And, <laughs> I mean, not even, 60 days. She has not defended it. Uh, she won't defend it for at least 60 days once it gets to SummerSlam. Isn't that funny that, like, she got the belt taken off of her because she was, you know, fake injured, and then she wouldn't be able to defend it within 30 days? Yeah. And now she defends the belt every 90 days? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. WWE sucks. (laughs) We need to have a champion that makes me care about the women's division overall. Charlotte or Becky Lynch or even Lana. I'd be fine with. You could care about Naomi if they did something with her. You could care about about uh, Aiden English if they did something with him. <laughs> That's true. You could care about anybody on the roster. They didn't hire these guys like fucking just shooting dice and being like, or throwing darts at a, at a bunch of names. No, they, they hired these guys because they were good at what they did. So for that reason, any of those guys, you should be able to get into and figure out something to like about them or to be interested, to want to pay 10 bucks a month to see them work but their creative and i'll put that in quotes they use that term loosely in the wwe creative has done a a shit job of making these guys interesting because i'm not even interested in shinsuke nakamura anymore and he's the most interesting guy in the goddamn roster so who is winning this match i'm going with the alpha bitch charlotte because she's got to win this one Uh, are they just gonna turn her heel again i hope so it's really weird seeing her face But then when you flip flop somebody over and over again, it just it ruins their credibility. And then you end up like you're going to end up hating them in the end and you're going i'm not so tired of charlotte she's heel and then she's face and then she's heel you made and a problem because you're looking at this from the fans perspective and not the company's they don't I'm, give a at, fuck. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> looking out for you because you're the one that has to watch it <laughs> well we'll move on to the next match then charlotte i'll say charlotte all right there we go smackdown tag team title match the usos defend their title against the new day um did you watch their rap battle at all i saw i saw the, the the clips yes hilarious you know what would have been awesome? A match. It <laughs> would have been awesome to see like Kofi Kingston or, or Xavier Woods like do some wrestling. Well hey, so they, they, they do. No, no, no. So seen, uh, they go from the rap battle to Xavier Woods and, and one of the Usos having a match, So then the following week Kofi Kingston, when the Usos have the match. So they oh, are true. they're just You're right. they're just pacing it out week by week. And I could also see I'd, I'd like to see Big E have a match too. There well, maybe maybe he's in the <laughs> pay per view and we'll go full circle. All right, <laughs> we finally get to see Big E because he's yep. good too. All three of those guys are awesome in the ring. Yes, but, like it, and we found out that like okay they're valuable like entertainers. Okay, but, but let's. Let's meet that out. Let's Andre the Giant this. Let's make it special. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, make me look forward to a New Day segment where they just come out and act like clowns. Not like, oh god, these assholes again? Because that's what it's becoming. <laughs> well, we'll move on to the next match. We have the United States Championship match, AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. I'm excited for this match just because the next two matches are gimmick matches. We have the Uh, Cena and Rusev and Orton and Mahal. I kind of hoping they're short matches. So I'm kind of hoping this is kind of a match they give some time to. I don't even care who wins this one. I'm excited for either one. Well, Brandon, you can hope in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. But this match, you're right, has the potential and probably will be the best match on the card. Very true. Uh, I'm kind of hoping it's just just a straight up wrestling match. You know, for for anyone that has to sit through it, I should hope this match goes like, you know, at least 25 minutes. It will. But let's hope let's <laughs> let's hope for fifteen. It's a goddamn pay-per-view! What are they gonna do? You know what they do on these dumb pay-per-views now is they do skits and they have people come out and talk in the ring for twenty minutes. It's now also too. almost nine matches in three hours, so it's just as long as raw and we have to sit through that plus commercials if if you're a good WWE fan. So who's winning this one? I don't care. Uh, I'm excited it. Does it matter? Yep. I'm gonna say AJ, though, because Owen's got the upper hand on the on SmackDown on the yeah. Go Home show. So that's how that's how the WWE works. If you get your ass kicked on the go home show, you're going over at the pay-per-view, baby. <laughs> Next is a capture the flag match, John Cena versus Rusev. Whoever wins this gets the the flag. Um <laughs> They, get, they, they win a flag! Yeah, there's I, I guess you get to swing both of them around for, like, the next month or as long as you want. Um, John Cena's winning this one, I, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because he got his ass kicked on the go-home show on yeah. SmackDown. <laughs> and, like... John Cena always wins. Didn't he beat up Rusev like two years ago at a WrestleMania? Rusev brought a tank and he still couldn't win. Didn't they already? <laughs> didn't they already job out poor Rusev? to, <laughs> to I don't John's. even know what's uh, next for him. On with Rusev, if, if anything, just team him up with Jinder Mahal, maybe next. You know, that's like the only thing I see they can really do with him on SmackDown that they're not already doing with Jinder Mahal. He should just quit. He should. He's 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 at a point where he hasn't been, you know, his credibility hasn't been destroyed enough. Rusev's too dumb to quit. <laughs> he's he's... <laughs> Okay, for those of you that, that believe that, that Rusev is the guy that he plays on TV, <laughs> he's actually not. If you listen to him talk in his real voice, he sounds like you. I'm sure he does. He's, he's some guy from the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, Rusev's actually a pretty intelligent dude. And not to mention he's multilingual and all that stuff. He's smart enough to know or should know that his credibility hasn't been destroyed enough and that he can go and make a very good living as an independent wrestler somewhere else. Um, and plenty of guys have done it. The only reason AJ Styles finally decided to come to the WWE is because he wanted to be uh, at home with his kids more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I see WWE turning into like the slowdown show for people who don't want to be... Um, you know, not on. It's not on the road. That's the issue. It's like it's getting the gigs, it's booking and stuff like that. And if you have someone else to just do that for you, that's great. Yeah, it's like wrestling's version of retirement. I mean, that's what Nakamura is using it as. Nakamura hasn't had a hard hitting match since NXT. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens the same way. I mean, <laughs> this yeah. is yeah. Uh, these are the people that are like, this is where I'm just going to end. And I mean, that's great for the WWE audience, I guess. Yeah, we get to see these guys at the in the twilight of their (laughs) well i I wouldn't say it's not tna twilight years so at least we're good there don't you mean global force wrestling (laughs) oh that's right that's (laughs) right all right we'll be right back after this commercial break hey everybody dan classic here and i want to tell you about the super hammer bros podcast presents rated m with me dan classic Featuring co hosts from all walks of life with unique perspectives that you won't hear anywhere else. No holds barred discussion on art, geek culture, and literally anything under the sun. No subject is too dangerous. You can find all this, videos, artwork, podcasts, and more at superhammerbros.com. All right, now we have the main event. The Pujabi prison match for the WWE Championship, Ginger Mahal versus Randy Orton. Why did Ginger you, you pick this match? <laughs> he, his, he, his last two title defenses, he only won because the Singh boys um, helped him out. Uh, so he decides, I want to, I like, shouldn't it be the other way? Shouldn't so Orton now be the like, bad guy is like, I need this to be in a cage yeah, so no one can not just a cage, but a cage over a cage made of bamboo. I kind of want to see Baron Corbin try to cash in, but not... Understand how the cage works. Like he's fiddling <laughs> around. He's like going back down the cage on the same side. He's like I just don't. I can't get up there with this briefcase. Or he gets over it, but he leaves the case on the other side. So he's trying to get it through one of the squares. Oh man, that'd just be the best part. I I tune in to to SmackDown ever after having not seen it for a few months, and the the show opens up. And I see the this opening with this orange light and this bamboo everywhere. <laughs> this giant fire hazard. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I can't see the ring. You know what? I've I've seen a scaffold match, but I've never seen a scaffolding match. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's what they're doing. How are we going to see this match? You're not. That's going to be the best part about it. <laughs> is you're not going to have to see these two boring assholes wrestle each other. Yeah, <laughs> even if we do we're going to have one cameraman obviously in the ring with them. Yeah. At least two cameramen in the inner circle of the ring. And then how many outside plus probably a crane and then like a drop down. Well, they're going to have, they're probably going to have the top down and they're going to have the, the hard cam, obviously, um but you can't see anything from the hard cam. Yeah. And uh and so you'll you'll have the guys around the ring but they can get through the squares. I almost feel like WWE should just start, like even with Hell in the Cell, just start putting uh cameras in the corner of the cage itself. Uh, and just have them, just not even manned. Just have these like CCTV style cameras just in the <laughs> I was corner, say, like, <laughs> security <camera. Yeah. laughs> Because like sometimes it'd almost be better just to go from one of those angles to just see the freaking match. Well, they 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 change the angles so much and move the camera around so yeah, that much. Yeah, shake <laughs> cam. It's almost impossible to watch. Like when you go from watching WWE to actually watching professional wrestling, it's just like it's almost jarring. You're like, wow, I can actually tell what's going on. (laughs) I can follow what these guys are trying to do in the ring. And it's almost as if I'm there watching it live. You know, it's maybe a little bit better because I get a couple more angles on it, but not like where it's like. Every time someone makes contact with somebody else, every time somebody throws a punch or or takes a bump, It's camera cut, camera cut, camera cut. And then shaking around when someone's getting punched in the corner. And And that's not to mention the times they cut to the wrong camera and then we miss the whole bit. (laughs) Or or even better when they cut to some fucking, you know, uh, botched abortion in the crowd reacting to what's going on in the ring. All WWE is like, oh, Finn Balor just did a spot. Look for anybody with a Finn Balor shirt and cut to that person right now. (laughs) You know, that's all it is. And I didn't even tell you who I thought was going to win the Punjabi Who Gives a Shit match. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Does it even matter? Uh, I'm uh, going to go ginger. with Jinder Mahal. Ginger, I mean, point, <laughs> that's how obvious being, it is. They've done <laughs> all. I, I want to talk about Jinder for a second because I, I don't have a I don't have a, a, a platform to, to bitch about stupid shit like this. <laughs> I try to talk about. It. I could talk about it on my show and no one would care. So <laughs> Joel would look at me like I have no idea what you're talking about. So <laughs> the, they hire Jinder Mahal. Because they were hiring a bunch of guys to come back and do jobs. Known guys that they were going to have come back in and do jobs. They did that with uh, Zack Ryder's old partner. um, What's his name? Uh, Kerr Hawkins. They did that to fill up because this was when the brand split happened. They needed people to lose. They bring in these extra guys, just warm bodies to do jobs. And they bring in old Punjab man to come in and do that. So in, what, a year's time... (laughs) <laughs> he was doing jobs and he did jobs for a long time and right. he looked like an ass. They had him in that that uh that loser squad, 3MB. Um or they had him in the other loser squad with uh with Wade Barrett and and company. Oh no, he wasn't part of the um you're thinking of the League of Nations. No, he hey, wasn't part he... of that. Nah, that's nah, racist as fuck, man. <laughs> I could have <laughs> That's not racist! I'm giving you shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was that was Barrett, Del Rio, Rusev, and Sheamus. It was only those four guys. You know what, you're absolutely right. And this whole time, I was like, he, he was probably in that too. It doesn't matter. The only reason he's where he's at right now is because of the WWE deal with India. That's what happened. They made this deal with India because initially what happened is that they looked on their, their social media and they saw, wow, there's a lot of accounts in India. And he's face in India because they do half his promo in whatever the language is there. And... Uh, it's a face promo um, or they change how it, cause it's not, it's not live uh, in India. So they are able to edit it out. So he's like face, he's like on billboards there and everything like that. Wonderful. Now so. the, the reason why they did that is because they, they, they found they had a lot of people who were fans in India. Oh yeah. The problem is, is that the median income in India is $1,700 a year. American. That would be like if the WWE network cost $500 a month, <laughs> Even if you had 15 people that were into it, th- you would really have to, like, it would be a stretch. It would be a stretch to get it in a goddamn restaurant <laughs> if it costs $500 a month. You know what? You know what? Who sells a lot of T-shirts in, in, in India? John Cena. Roman Reigns. All the guys that sell the fucking T-shirts in the first place. They don't need They've been touring there for years. They go over there. And Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan and, and, and Stone Cold and on The Rock. And all those guys were popular over there. You know why? Because they're the number one guys, and the international people love the number one guys. And you'll make you'll make gender a number one guy, and and maybe they'll maybe they'll pop for him, or maybe they'll you know uh, uh, buy a t-shirt or whatever. But it wouldn't be anything more than they would have done for a John Cena or or whoever the fuck you put in top in the top spot. I kind of, I kind of want you to be right because I kind of want to. I want that moment to happen where they realize they're wrong and ginger goes right back to the bottom. <laughs> even, if, even if they do, it's not like they're going to admit it. It's not no. like you're. It's not, not going to be satisfying in any sort of way. It's not going to be like, well, we fucked up. So what is your grade to build the battleground? Um, I feel like they got all these yokels excited for this dumb match. Um, but I feel like these dumb yokels are going to be really disappointed when they can't see it. Because <laughs> where were they on SmackDown? What city were they at? They were like in Buttfuck Nebraska or now, something. No, they were like, like they were like in Nashville, I think. Okay, that makes sense because it was just like, wow, these people really over for this fucking for this fucking Punjabi they were, prison. They wanted the Punjabi they prison like, that night. Randy, Randy, <laughs> like really? Like this is awful. How could you cheer for this? And but they're going to Philadelphia. And Philadelphia is not really known for being super forgiving when it comes to WWE's bullshit. No, absolutely and, not. Um, and and this is going to be a, a nice pile. So the the buildup, I I would give it a, I would give it a D minus. I really want to hear one of like the Philly radio commercials for this. Are you ready to go extreme? With the, are you ready to go to prison? A Punjabi prison. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with a C+. Um, I really enjoyed the rap battle between the Usos and the New Day. I really like the hatred that Kevin Owens has towards everyone and uh, kind of shining for me. So I'm going to go with a C+. I don't think that's your grade. Why not? Because I've been listening to you this whole time. Okay. And you're not excited to see this at all. I am. I am you excited. Could, you could miss this and you wouldn't care. That's not true. I, I am very <laughs> invested in the Brizongo. I want to know who's <laughs> trashing their office. I think Ty Dillinger really needs this win tonight. Kind of kind of hoping that we might see uh, Michael Kanellis. Really? i see Michael Kanellis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people hating on this gimmick, but I think he can go pretty far. How far are they going to go? Is he going to go as far as Aiden English is going? No, I think he could be a top <laughs> heel. I really think they've this spent, whole spent thing enough money be... on him. They've yeah. spent plenty of money getting him there. And uh you know because he was he was a big deal in in uh TNA and he was actually like you know pretty interesting to watch when he was there of course he was wrestling all the time so you know you well, got to get that to Let's get, let's give it cuz he's he's in that uh, same thing WWE does with all their debuting wrestlers they they hold off until the pay-per-view for an actual match so we'll see what I happens there. He had a match with uh with uh, Sami Zayn and other another guy that's that's uh you know in the dumps Per prediction, who do you think will get the title for? Sami Zayn, who's been on the main event roster for at least a year. Sammy or, Zane is never winning the world title. <laughs> or Ty Dillinger. <laughs> no, I'm not saying world title. I'm saying a title. A singles a title. title? So Z- Zane or Dillinger? Um, yeah. Dillinger, is in the the scheme of the main roster, is newer. Yes. He's in a match at the pay-per-view. Sami Zayn. ain't. Sami Zayn will be sweeping up the ring or doing whatever the fuck he's right, doing. Putting the, putting the ropes up. Hey, we're the purple ones. We need the purple ones. All right. So who is your dud of the night? Oh my God, the WWE creative team has been the dud of the build. <laughs> I get that. They've been the dud of the decade. Uh, I'm going with Naomi because uh, she's not even on the card. She's the women's champion, and it just <laughs> she just totally just feels protected. We've got a pay per view we've got like they have this throwaway put a thousand girls in it match this was back when they like it, it reminds me of when they didn't care about the intercontinental title yeah they would just put six random guys together in a match on the pre-show for the for the fucking intercontinental title i'm surprised that the girl match isn't on the (laughs) pre-show because it belongs on the pre-show there's no title on the line nobody cares i want naomi on the pre-show so she can explain herself on why she does not have a match for the night they did this last like at money the bank they had a money the bank match that was great and she just took on lana that night that's all it was tonight they're they're not even gonna let her take on anybody why is lana wrestling um she is the future of the division dan you don't even know you don't even know you don't even see the potential yes i don't (laughs) (laughs) i guess i don't you know what they see they see someone that's actually been in a movie that wasn't one of their shitty movies they see someone that's got acting experience they see somebody that's like you know that has a little bit of mainstream uh, to them and they'll go all the way with somebody like that you could be a B list fucking celebrity show contestant some sort of person that's like a like a quasi celebrity you show up in WWE they will make you the champion do you think on their application, they, like, ask, like, how many Instagram followers do you actually have right now? I, I, love, I love how they care so much about what happens on the Internet now because 15, 20 years ago, they would say, oh, don't worry about what people say on the Internet. Those India people, they don't matter. That's only a small portion of the audience. You're going back far. I'm saying, like, 2014 and below, WWE was acting that way. Since WWE now, I think <laughs> they're making enough money that it's really come down to the point that they're like, we just want a presence everywhere. They really care about what's trending worldwide, but dude, a lot of stupid shit gets to end up trending worldwide. There's a hot dog meme going on right yeah, now. The that's hot dog thing, <laughs> but, and you know, WWE is like, put a fucking title on that hot dog, right? That hot dog. Right got a now. Hot dog. If that, they could put a title on the Instagram filter hot dog, that that guy would be the next fucking WWE Give that champion. Give food a flag and put him in the Cena match. Dude, he'd, dude, he'd be going over Cena. <laughs> Who is your stud of the night? Oh, my God. I'll go first. I'll go with the uh, flag stores. I think they're really booming right now. <laughs> flag stores. Do you really think that's over, though? Like, of course, in Nashville, they were. they were like hyped up about it do you think in philadelphia that the mostly left-wing wwe audience in philadelphia at a pay-per-view is gonna give two shits about a flag match between rusev who's actually liked by those fans and john cena who is not liked by those fans and it doesn't matter whose flag he's fighting for because everybody knows it's bullshit anyway creative have same had that same meeting and be like listen they're gonna shit on it anyways let's have a pizza party let's just write something up they're gonna they're gonna hate it let's just do whatever we want this week let's let's have fun and they made the flag match not even caring knowing it was just gonna be shit on it's so awful like the, did you have a real like stud of the build i really don't it was it's was been flag store since we you first talked it's <laughs> you, like you sound like you all the evidence is pointing to you not giving a shit at all about oh, what no no. no man you're talking to a guy who's a regular wwe watcher i'm yeah. a guy who's like you know what out of You've everything, everything they've done down c plus you so you're just you're just basing it on what they've done this year which has all been bad i gotta i gotta <laughs> dude there's gotta be like a leveled out place i can't give an f every week no one's gonna listen to my show Truly really will. people love that shit what well, do you have a stud you know who's going to carry this this show, is going to make or break this show, is going to be AJ and Owens. Okay. And I'm going to say AJ and Owens because the fact that they've put these guys together and said, okay, like, well, finally we're going to put two good wrestlers together in a match against <laughs> each other, and we're going to have some good wrestling for the, you know, for the few people who have stuck around to hope to see some. Here it is. Those two guys, those guys are studs. So, and, and you know what? For as much as we've said that those guys are kind of like spinning their wheels at this point, AJ still puts on a good fucking show. For sure. So they canceled to Talking Smack and uh, Renee Young's Unfiltered, but no one watched that. I watched it. I love Renee Young. Uh, uh, Yeah, She's a great woman. Sure is. Uh, I never watched an episode of Talking Smack live. I don't don't know how you could have after having sat through a WWE program that you're going to watch another half an hour 45 minutes of WWE programming there was something different with talking smack that I really enjoyed because they were more I think it was the the superstars show it was their time to do there wasn't creative involved this was kind of like what you said earlier with people being able to talk on Twitter I think they were able to do a lot more of that and and I wish if if, because it sounds like they're just going to do it now after pay-per-views which is fine but it gave them more buzz on social media when Miz did talking or anything like that even if no one watched this on the network people were watching it on facebook yeah people were going back to it too like so it's it, that whole thing with the miz where he was like did his little his little thing and it was like wow the miz can cut a promo to watch that promo no one went to the network to watch it they just no, went no, it on YouTube. The clips on yeah YouTube. they watched on youtube like i feel like it even if it didn't make you any money any viewership it was still giving you a social media presence yeah. every week and i almost feel like vince is almost just savage sabotaging his own company before he leaves He's just like I want it back to zero before I die. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if that's the case, he's, he's making good headway in that direction. It's we're yeah. we're, uh, we're rapidly heading towards zero. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, We truly are. If you've seen the you know, if if you've been following the ratings or or following any sort of the business news regarding the company, it's headed that direction. They're they're doing some very desperate things, trying to to make some moves and stuff to get people because they they made a promise to their investors uh, back in 2012 that they were going to have 3 million subscribers to the network. They, and I think it proves with the SmackDown brand, especially with Jinder yeah. Mahal, their strategy is we need to be more accessible to the world instead of taking our product and maybe just improving it. Maybe this shitty product will get over somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. it's not exactly. doing anything here. Because they have a million and a half subscribers and, and a Yeah. And they, that's what they've had the whole time. They still need to double their their subscribers somehow, and they haven't been able to do it yet. They've added um, extra language options because they, they are trying that international thing. Right. They lied and said they were going to have a British show. They still haven't done that. Oh, the UK show, the UK yeah. Show, they gave a guy a goddamn belt for that thing, and they've done absolutely nothing with it because what has what's been proven is that when they have original wrestling content on the network new original wrestling content on the network it outdraws everything else on the network it outdraws stupid cartoon shows that are expensive to produce um uh silly freaking uh, prank shows that are expensive to produce it, it's all cost a lot of money to make it doesn't make them any money doesn't get them any subscribers and doesn't generate any interest in their network what does is new wrestling content And I don't know why we don't have more new wrestling content of a high quality. 205 Live would be good if it was given its own place. Like if they filmed that thing at full sale. Yeah, I agree. Putting it, because it really does, because you're watching it and you're seeing like people leaving you know right in the middle of it by the time they've been sitting there for three and a half fucking hours do you think they want to sit there for another like you know hour to see a bunch of guys that they don't care about right no but you do it in full sail where the the fans are a little smarter and over they like anybody who shows up there they're just like i love them people get over down there and when you have a, a an audience that's excited it makes the audience at home it tricks them into thinking like oh that guy's a star watch one of the episodes of the cwc and then watch the newest episode of 205 the atmosphere is completely different exactly you won't watch any of those guys on cwc when they come out and you're like holy shit these guys are stars <laughs> yeah, right you could still have that reaction from people and you just bring these guys in every once in a while to raw or smackdown you get a way bigger reaction than you would right now you can have your own angles you could have your own stuff going on it wouldn't feel like it was happening after smackdown and you see people with their families filing out of the building as the show begins right it's literally like the people who are sitting there to the end are the same people who like stay to the end of all movies in the movie at yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, yeah, the end of the credits so like this isn't a Marvel movie Like, they're like I'll stay meanwhile their kids are pulling the app up and just watching it live on their phone on the exactly. drive home <laughs> exactly <laughs> alright man so let's move on to some listener questions remember to use the hashtag askTFMP on Facebook, Twitter, Wrestling Amino or email your questions at contact at thefullnelsonpress.com. T-Money Mac asks... What current WWE feud bores you the most? <laughs> wow. Um, I would say um, what feud is boring me the most? Um, I don't want to talk, because it's, it's raw, but Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns, This, oh. I mean, it, it just feels, I'm just so done with it. I'm so over this. is that terrible? We ended this feud or put this feud on the back burner like two or three times due to injuries. So it's gone too far. They mishandled it so badly like if you want to make roman reigns you want to force roman reigns as as a good guy then God damn it, force him as a good guy. Stop making him do, like, dickhead heel stuff. Yeah, don't make him kill a guy. <laughs> don't make me like Braun Strowman. Like, <laughs> hey, you know what? Last year, I hated Braun Strowman. I'm like, this big fucking green goof, get him the fuck off my TV. Now, I'm like, dude, Braun Strowman is awesome. <laughs> he hasn't gotten any better. His skills in the ring haven't improved. His skills on the mic haven't gotten any better. He's still a big goof, but I like him is because you've completely ruined your show and and changed the way that you did things to where the fans do the opposite of what you want them to do. I'm usually a big contrarian about this, but I fell right into it, dude. Like I like Ron Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who what, what feud bores you right now? Oh man, the whole thing is just like the like the new day and the Usos. It's like really we're we're this is around the time that we're getting to this like we should have gotten to this a long time ago for one. Well, here's the thing like a year ago they were feuding the same time it was just uh, New Day was heel and it was yeah. so for face <laughs> right and nobody cared then and nobody really cares now. Um yeah, yeah, so that's a that's a boring feud. Anything involving Baron Corbin is pretty boring. <laughs> it's that's true. Oh man, you're gonna love this next one then. The <laughs> Mutt asks, Could Baron Corbin be the next Undertaker but without the streak? <laughs> Could he be the shitty Undertaker? Uh, yeah, yes. like Undertaker's <laughs> character was so protected. There's no way. No one could be the next Undertaker because they'll never protect anyone again. The wrestling industry will never be that way. Never. Oh, it is that way if your name's Goldberg or Brock Lesnar. Well, uh, yeah, but I'm saying like you're taking someone who's starting their career and protecting them all the way through their career. the way through? All the way through? Yes, yes. That's what they should have done with Braun Strowman. Stop having him get, it, get his ass kicked. So no. Baron Corbin is going to be the first Baron Corbin. You'll be lucky in five years from now if you can remember. Like, what was that guy's name with the receding hairline? He won the money in the bank. The dude who lost that hair versus hair match versus <laughs> Kalisto, and no one understood why it even happened in the first place. <laughs> they were going to cut off the little fins. <laughs> <off> the- <laughs> That's what it was. And he goes, so madre videos, you may never. Is poor Kalisto still around? <laughs> he, he should be. He should be in the 205 right now. He's the guy to be on the Neville level. If he was on 205 Live, they'd have something to do with him. Uh, Kranos asks, which main event wrestler do you think is being used the worst? Braun Strowman. (laughs) I I think I got to agree with you, man. He's, He's more of a face now after that whole accident with the ambulance. All right, Dan, where can they find you? And give me a brief description of what our listeners can expect from the Rated M podcast. All right, so every other Thursday at SuperHammerBros.com, you can find me and my co-host, Beautiful Joel, on the Rated M podcast. It is an uncut, uncensored discussion on video games, geek culture, art, whatever the hell we kind of come up with that week. Most of the time we end up talking about lube. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Gross. This disgusting <laughs> it's a great show it's a fantastic show it alternates with the flagship show the super hammer bros podcast which i'm also on from time to time um that's every thursday at superhammerbros.com we also have specials and stuff like try to do it on mondays we uh we had uh, a couple of uh, kickstarter guys come on and talk about their projects they were doing a couple comic books and we plan on doing stuff like that into the future and special podcasts here and there. Also, I'm on Super Hammer Bros. in Color a couple times a week. Uh, we do toy reviews, action figure reviews on, on YouTube. And it's Super Hammer Bros. in Color on YouTube. Check that out, me and uh, my cohort, uh, Raz Holly. Uh, Do you uh, do you also review lube on there? (laughs) No, I haven't. This this is all Joel's fault. (laughs) 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 Like, like, you know, I'm I'll talk about anything. I don't care. But, you know, when when you get Joel over here and we start talking, it always comes back to lube. (laughs) it's always something new it's not like we're just rehashing old lube stuff it's always new lube stuff to talk about (laughs) it always comes up like it was it was first it was you know just lube in general and what type of lube do you like and then it was and then it was the the lube that looks like semen (laughs) that's disgusting (laughs) which exists and and i had to I couldn't believe that. Could you believe that something like that actually exists? <laughs> That's, That's just, interesting, right? It was like, I need this. I need this in my life right now. Someone's like, I need lube that looks like semen. And you know why they did it? They have dildos that look like, they have fantasy dildos. They look oh like like a dragon's dick. Dan, this is a wrestling podcast. <laughs> I gotta let you go. Make sure you check out his slippery podcast. Well, that is the Full Nelson Press Podcast, Episode 72, Predicting Battlegrounds 2017. Anything else you want to add, Dan? So- a butt. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll go watch some wrestling. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like the video. Leave us a comment and the guys might give you a shout out on the next episode. If you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure to leave us a review. You can also find the Full Nelson Press on Stitcher, Facebook, Wrestling Amino, Instagram, or visit us at thefullnelsonpress.com.